The following program is brought to you by Norma Johansson Ministries. Welcome to Overcome Heartbreak Because You Can with your host, Norma Johansson. Norma had no plans to write a book until God specifically called her to share God's healing power with anyone who has a broken heart. Overcome Heartbreak Because You Can starts now. Hello, everyone. Welcome back. Thank you so much to our listeners for tuning in and joining me today. My name is Norma Johansson, author of the book, Overcome Heartbreak Because You Can. Today, we'll talk about the last chapter of the book in Chapter 10, titled Love Again Because You Can. We'll be talking about the one true first love in our hearts and how do we know when we are ready for a relationship and moving on with our lives to love again. We have a very special word from a pastoral care pastor from the West Coast. And also, I am honored to have two special guests here on the broadcast with me today. These two beautiful people are newlyweds, and they are here to share what Love Again looked like for them and how they got past the fear and stepped into a new relationship after experiencing heartbreak and broken lives. And answer some questions from our listeners, too. Please help me welcome Mr. and Mrs. Fernando and Maria Sindaco to the broadcast. First, let's have each one of our special guests introduce themselves. We'll start with Fernando. Fernando, will you say hello to our listeners and tell us a little bit about yourself? Hi, thank you, Norma, for having us on your show. And I love the work you did with your book, and that really inspired me to connect with what you're doing here. Uh, I've been, you know, I gave my life to the Lord back when I was like 20, 21. I had a pretty bad experience with uh, Christianity at that phase of my life because of the church. It was very legalistic. So I left the church after about five years, and I was just kind of wandering through life. And then, um, but I always remembered about the love of the Lord, and that's what kind of brought me back about four years ago, gave my life back to the Lord. And the Lord has repaired and rebuilt my life in every single area of my life uh, since that decision. And hopefully we can share a little bit about that today. Awesome. Yes, of course. Welcome, Fernando, and thank you for coming on the broadcast. Next is Maria, who is from Venezuela. She is Fernando's beautiful wife, whose native language is Spanish. I'll be asking her questions in Spanish, then her wonderful husband, Fernando, will translate for her. So let's begin. Maria, por favor, puedes saludar a nuestros oyentes y nos contrarías un poco sobre ti? Oh, yes. Claro que sí. Gracias, Norma, por la invitación. Mi nombre es María Sindaco. Uh, soy de Venezuela, recién casada con este hermoso y precioso esposo, Fernando. Tengo una preciosa hija, el cual estoy, uh, estoy muy feliz de eh, esta nueva vida que tengo con mi esposo. Bienvenida, María, y gracias por venir a la transmisión. Before we get started, Fernando, will you open us up in prayer? Absolutely. Father, we thank you for this time. Thank you for bringing us this far in life, ourselves, as well as the listeners on the other end. Thank you for sustaining us, for holding everything in our life together, even though it seems like it's in chaos. You're holding everything together. Lord, I pray that you use this time to help rebuild someone's faith, rebuild someone's hope that there can be a better life, uh, a better uh, outcome than what they're getting right now in whatever area of their life that they're hurting in. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Before we get started, we have a very special word of wisdom on love and relationships from a pastor in pastoral care counseling on the West Coast. Here is the word for us. 
It's all about finding your love and love fulfilled in Christ Jesus first, not expecting a human to adequately supply all your love and needs, believing we're all broken and the only remedy is trusting Jesus. Be first to forgive, the Bible says 70 times 7. Be first to repent and see God's ready, forgiving love. Give his love out generously, this requiring receiving it first without doubt. Learn to communicate without an agenda. And last, get yourself off your mind. Wow. Thank you so much to our pastor from the West Coast for those words of wisdom. So let's begin. So where do I and you two, our listeners, begin exactly as the title reads in chapter 10? Love again because you can. We both know that after getting completely healed in our hearts and lives, we're thinking about love, but maybe a little hesitant or even fearful to take that first step. But right here, just for a moment, we'll not be talking about love for that special someone in a relationship yet. Remember when we visited God's love and a specific meaning of truth in chapter 2? Well, we then discovered as I shared the revelation of God's love in our hearts. May I submit to you, our listeners, for your consideration that you diligently seek the revelation of God's love for yourself personally. Let's continue. God's love is a force. And when we love God first with all our hearts, it honors him. And we reap the benefit of his love that has been shed abroad in our hearts when we gave our lives to Jesus. God's love protects us and heals us almost immediately when we believe in the miraculous. This love is found for us in 1 Corinthians 13:4. Love suffers long and is kind. Love does not envy. Love does not parade itself is not puffed up, does not behave rudely, does not seek its own, is not provoked, thinks no evil, does not rejoice in inequity, but rejoices in the truth, bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, and endures all things. Even if we don't believe, God's love still remains steadfast no matter what and coupled with grace when we miss the mark. Isn't that amazing? God's love never fails us, nor does it ever end. God's love is eternal because God is eternal. God's love is always abiding, which is the true foundation in our hearts because God lives on the inside of us. God is a jealous God and he wants us to love him first and foremost. This is found for us in Deuteronomy 6, 5 through 6. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and mind and with all your soul and with all your strength, your entire being. These words which I am commanding you today shall be written in your heart and mind. This too is amazing. Now this right here is our guarantee forever. We will love again because we can with God's love and our human love intertwine. Just like the title of the chapter of this book reads, So you too, our listeners, can love again. We deserve to be loved the right way for all the right reasons. Just like our beautiful, newly married couple here with us today, Fernando and Maria. Let's ask them a few questions about love. Fernando, how does it feel to be living a new life after heartbreak? Uh, It feels like a dream come true, literally, because I thought because of my past, because of that time I spent apart from the Lord, I had messed up pretty much every relationship I was in. I messed up my own life. I messed up my own health. I thought I was disqualified to have anything of value, that God would never trust me again. With anything of value, particularly one of his princesses, one of his daughters in my life. 
I thought I was completely disqualified for that. So to have her in my life and her daughter in my life is just a dream. Oh, that's so beautiful. Maria, ¿cómo te sientes viviendo en una nueva vida después de tu corazón quebrado? Uh, se siente, y pienso igual, como un sueño, vivir en un sueño. Es como cuando Dios te promete una tierra y ya luego estás allí. Es reconocer lo que lo que Dios te prometió y que ya estás en esa tierra prometida. Es decir, wow, Señor, gracias. Y um, porque no es solamente el, el, el esposo que me dio, es uh, su corazón, es uh, saber que lo ama, saber que, eh, que esta tierra prometida es diferente. Es realmente lo que Él me ofreció. Y uh, sí, igual se siente como un sueño saber que que estoy ahora disfrutando de mi promesa. That is so good to hear. A life of hope after heartbreak for sure. Fernando, will you translate? Sure. Uh, essentially, she's saying that uh, it does feel like a dream for her as well. Uh, not just for the husband that she has, but the heart that uh, God has for me. And then also, um, it, it feels like stepping into the promised land that God had promised her this so long ago. And uh, now that she's finally walking in that land, all the gratitude, all the gratitude she feels for having possessed the land that he promised so long ago. Wow, that's deep. Fernando, would you describe for us the love that you feel for your new wife? Yeah, it's uh, hard to put into words, uh, but it's a very tender, kind feeling. And I also love anticipating her needs, her desires, and meeting those needs before she even voices them. I love trying to be one step ahead of what she would actually want, request. And it doesn't feel like a burden the way it probably would have in the past. It doesn't feel like a job or some kind of duty. It feels amazing to be able to see that smile on her face after anticipating, you know, her needs and, and meeting them. Oh, wow, that's awesome. Maria, ¿me puedes decir el amor que sientes por tu nuevo esposo? Oh, lo pudiera comparar con, con el amor que recibí de parte de Dios. Es un amor comprensivo, es un amor amable, es un amor tolerante, es un amor con paciencia, un amor que está dispuesto a dar, está dispuesto a, a estar allí para cuando lo necesite. Es diferente, es diferente porque no es un amor eh, solo emocional, es una, fue una decisión y es eh, un amor uh, real, pienso, es totalmente diferente. Lo comparo con lo que recibí, con el amor que Dios me, me, me dio ese tiempo que estuve esperando por él. Yeah, she's saying that um, she compares it a lot to the love that she receives from God. It's a love of compassion, uh, a love that's not just full of uh, romantic feelings. She has that, but it's also a decision she made. Uh, it's a love that's patient, um, you know, long-suffering. She's, uh, you know, waits for me to, to change, and she um, just very grateful also. It's a grateful type of love, again, just like the Father's love for her. Oh, that's beautiful. Wow, that's amazing. Kind of like what we just talked about. Okay, so the next question comes from a listener in Arizona. Fernando, how has your love for God helped you love again after heartbreak? Yeah, so my love for God really stems from his love for me. When I received that love, when I realized at my lowest moment, when I had 
you know, basically squandered everything he gave me in my life, my health, my finances, my relationships. I ruined a, a lot of those areas that when I actually cried out and called on the name of Jesus, he showed up with and lavished me and started helping me and restoring those areas. And that's what really finally helped me change. And so now um, I can ex- I can ex- extend the patience to her when when I feel she's you know getting on my nerves. I'm sure I get on her nerves too. But uh, I can show patience, forgive quickly because of how much I've been forgiven. Awesome. Maria, ¿cómo el amor de Dios te has ayudado a amar de vuelta después de tu corazón quebrado? Es como cuando uno tiene una herida. Uh, esa herida es tratada, es curada. Se, ves que usan eh, uh, medicina. Ahí, la medicina fue el amor de Dios. Él me cubrió, me sanó. Y aunque la herida ya fue sanada, yo la puedo mirar y decir, oh, esto ya no duele. El que no duela, el que tú lo puedas mirar, ver la cicatriz y que no duela, es cuando tú entiendes que el amor ya de Dios ya te sanó, ya te curó, te levantó, te restauró. Y entonces uh, eso es lo que me permitió entender que ya yo era sana, saber que podía reír y poder amar de nuevo. Yeah, it's, uh, it's like uh, seeing a scar on her hand. Um, after so long of uh, of it being treated, like putting medicine on it, I know you're, in your book you talk about the the healing bomb. It's exactly what she experienced in her life. She had a wound, she had the broken heart, but after giving God space to heal her and give her the medicine, uh, she could see the scar, but it doesn't hurt anymore. So she knows that she can love again because she doesn't have that open wound uh, anymore because she allowed God to heal it with His medicine. Oh, awesome. Uh, Fernando, this comes from a listener here in Houston. How long did it take you to get your heart healed after heartbreak? And when did you know you were completely healed? Uh, it's really hard to say the time frame. Uh, I would say approximately two and a half years, going on three years. Um, I didn't plan for it to be that long. It's not like I said, oh, in three years I'm going to be healed. God never promised it would take two and a half years, three years. It may have taken three weeks, but maybe I didn't open myself up for that. But in my case, it took about two and a half years oh, where I felt like, okay, I could love again. I realized it um, without me trying to realize it. Like God revealed, okay, now it's time to open up again. I wasn't like trying to force that. Oh, that's good. Maria, ¿cuánto tiempo te tomó sanar tu corazón después de un corazón roto? ¿Cuánto tiempo? Creo que um, cuatro años. Estuve, los primeros años estuve orando, orando, clamando, orando. Y llegó un momento en que ya solté eso. Y uh, uh, cambié el ritmo de oración. Seguí orando, por supuesto, pero no por lo mismo. Pero creo que alrededor de cuatro o cinco años. Uh, it took her about 40 years. Uh, she would just spend time praying, praying, cl- claiming her promises. And uh, after a few years of doing that, she realized she had to just stop not necessarily praying, but stop uh, praying for having things her way. And when she let it go, that's when she realized she was, God was started healing her. Oh, that's so good. Maria, ¿cuándo sabiste que tú estabas completamente sanada? Cuando pude reír, cuando pude entender que ya eso no me estaba doliendo, cuando pude perdonar, 
este, cuando pude avanzar, cuando pude enfocarme solamente en, en, en los niños de mi, de mi salón, de mi escuela dominical, allí es cuando entendí que, oh, estoy libre, estoy bien. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, she realized that when uh, she could laugh and smile again, uh, after the heartbreak, uh, when she could focus on the things that she did have in her life, for example, like her kids' ministry in the classroom, when she could just enjoy that and she wasn't thinking about her heartache anymore, that's when she knew it, it kind of lost its grip on her. Wow, that's, that's amazing. That's powerful. The next question comes from a listener in Fort Worth. Fernando, how did you trust again after you had been crushed and hurt in the past? Uh, when I seen Mary's character and I seen she was not like women and relationships I've had in the past that were very selfish, self-centered, when I seen her commitment to the Lord, when I seen how devoted she was in the kids' ministry, I felt like I could trust this woman because God trusted her, and she was living up to that trust in her ministry and her calling. I think for me, that's what it was, seeing her, her work in the ministry, and then her relationship with her daughter, seeing how much she loved her daughter. That made me feel comfortable to extend that trust to her. To watching her lifestyle. Yeah, yes, exactly. Right. María, ¿cómo tú pudiste tener confianza otra vez después de estabas aplastada y herida en el pasado? Um, bueno, cuando conocí a este hermoso y bello esposo que tengo, <laughs> este, um, pude ver su corazón. Una de las oraciones que hacía era, Señor, muéstrame su corazón. No sabía sus intenciones. Y pude ver, este, eh, su trato era diferente conmigo, pude ver eh, su transparencia conmigo, era sincero. Y uh, cómo lo notaba, porque era transparente con los demás. So, ahí podía entender que así como era con el resto, también era conmigo. Uh, el trato con mi hija para mí fue un oro, un tesoro en mis manos. Allí pude entender que pues él, él era la persona que Dios había mandado para mí. Y uh, eh, cuando le decía al Señor, muéstrame su corazón, allí era cuando a veces teníamos nuestras diferencias y él mostraba quién era, cómo él reaccionaba ante nuestras diferencias y cómo me mostraba su amor. Yeah, she would uh, ask God to reveal my heart to her when we first started uh, talking and building the friendship and then Uh, before we started dating, she would say, Lord, reveal his heart to me. And then she realized that um, uh, the way I would treat her uh, and the way I would treat her daughter, that uh, I was also very transparent with her and with other people. So she knew if I could be transparent with other people. And I also, she didn't mention it today, but she told me before in our last interview that it was, um, that I didn't keep her a secret. So that's also a good clue for maybe the ladies that are listening If a guy doesn't keep you a secret, that means he d is interested in you. He doesn't care what other people think. That could be a good clue that this could be someone to to let it, you know to uh, open up your heart to. Oh wow! And that leads into the next question, Fernando. When did you know you were ready for a relationship? Uh, I knew when I didn't really fully know, but um, I guess when I met her and I had all those experiences from the past, um, I noticed that. The same things that were triggering me in the past were not triggering me anymore. Therefore, I wouldn't have the same outcome that I did in the past when I realized those triggers were not triggers anymore. But the only way you're going to know that is if you let someone else in your life. Uh, if you avoid everyone, they'll, you'll never be triggered in any way. 
but then you don't know if you've grown or not. It's just you're not exposed to any challenge. But people challenge us. And so when I when I seen she was in my life, I would, you know, obviously there was challenges there in our communication and different things. But when I wasn't triggered the same way and I wasn't reacting the same way, I knew God could possibly give me a new life again with her. Oh, that is so good. Everything you guys are sharing is in the book. And you guys were already implementing the steps, the keys, even before the book was written. Isn't it got awesome? Wow. The next question comes from someone in the Woodlands. What did you change in your life to prepare for marriage? So there was a lot of changes that were happening, uh, mostly the changes that God was doing in me and just giving him that space, giving him that uh, space. Like I feel, I felt God was telling me, I'm not going to intervene in any area that you don't want me to intervene in. If you don't want my hand in a certain area, then that's going to be on you. Oh, that's good. So when I let him into these different areas, um, he started working. And so I guess the thing that I did was just give him that space to work. And oh, he awesome. did. He really did all the work. Yeah. And just real quick, Maria, ¿qué cambió en su vida para prepararse para el matrimonio? Oh, creo que algunos hábitos, maneras de pensar. Mi posición iba a ser cambiada. Ya no iba a ser solo la mamá. Ahora iba a ser la esposa. Y uh, hubo una palabra que él me dijo que me hizo entender. Él, él me comparó con Rebeca. Y uh, creo que, que quería ser esa esposa ideal para él. Eh, mis hábitos de oración, mis hábitos... Eh, um, uh, dentro de mi casa y fuera de mi casa, mis horarios, mi atención con él. Quería ser esa esposa para él y oraba para que el Señor me transformara a ese punto. Awesome. Yes. Well, thank you, Fernando and Maria, for sharing your healing journey and what you both did to help your healing. Both of you have overcome heartbreak and live your life of joy, peace, and fulfillment because you can. And so can you too, our listeners. Next, we have a few announcements for you, our listeners. First, Coming soon, Norma Johansson Ministries will be launching a live Q&A for you, our listeners, based on the book, Overcome Heartbreak Because You Can. You, our listeners, will be able to call in live and ask any questions about the book content, healing, my personal journey, or if you have any questions regarding healing. And then second, on January 2023, join us in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, as Norma Johansson Ministries launches the study series of the book, Overcome Heartbreak Because You Can. Join us every Wednesday at 6.30 p.m. on radio station Joy Today's Christian Word, 1340 FM, 98.9 FM, WJOI in Milwaukee, with your host, Norma Johansson, author of the book, Overcome Heartbreak Because You Can. If your listeners have missed any of the radio broadcasts or would like to continue working on your personal healing, peeling more layers off, please feel free to download the Google Podcast app. Then type Norma Johansson's podcast, and all of the radio broadcast shows are available for you to listen. We believe this has been a very fulfilling time with you, our listeners. Thank you to our friends, Mr. and Mrs. Fernando and Maria Sindico, sharing the last chapter of our healing journey together. Let's get excited as me and you two, our listeners, step into our next chapter of our life. Now or soon, our past broken hearts will be a mere distant memory with no pain, just a testimony of God's redemptive healing power. Overcome heartbreak because you can. Take care now and see you back real soon. You've been listening to Overcome Heartbreak Because You Can, brought to you by Norma Johansson Ministries. You can get a copy of the book in hardback, paperback, Kindle, or audio on Amazon to follow along with the study series based on the book. If you're in need of prayer, please call our ministry prayer line 
at 832-795-1009. Leave us your prayer request. Join us again next Sunday at 2.30 p.m. here at FM 100.7 KKHT. Today's broadcast is sponsored by Grace Fellowship Church, a church who cares and prays for people. Grace Fellowship offers support with ministries for children, young adults, and adult support in difficult times. Come grow with Grace Fellowship Ministries, located at Cinco Ranch Campus, 2655 South Mason Road, Katy, Texas, 77450. Give them a call today at 281-646-1903.